If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. What's going on? I am Mike. He's Aaron. This is the AM Drive live on 12 Ounce Sports. Aaron, it is Monday, but for you, it is your the beginning of your weekend. What is going on, Mr. Man? I am doing great. I, uh, I'm i tired today. It's a long week, I tell you what. Hey, fine with me. And we have a fun show to get to today, as always. Um, Aaron, Buttercloth is the softest shirt in the world featuring a six-way stretch and great designs buttercloth is designed to look like a friday night but feel like a sunday morning no more hating your shirt it's time to love what you wear and that starts with your shirt before you purchase one head to mikeandarendrive.com and click the buttercloth logo and you too can wear the world's most comfortable softest coolest shirt Oh my gosh, Aaron! When is your blood cloth shirt coming in, dude? Uh, they said that they're supposed to be receiving the, I guess, collection that I that I ordered, and uh, they're going to get it out to me as soon as possible. So, hopefully, awesome. by football season. <laughs> right. So, it, like I said, it is Monday. We are on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Aaron's time, East Side Mike, West Coast Aaron. Okay, Mike's it first. And Buttercloth presents Cancel Culture Sucks. I'm tired of social media in the year 2021. I hear a lot of feedback. What's going on? I heard a lot of Feed- feedback in my ear. That was weird. Feedback from the fans? They're telling us how great we are? Sure. But I'm just tired of, of the year 2021 and social media now. Stephanie Smalls is a fantasy football analyst who was working for a company named FTN. Nobody knows who she is or who they are, but some tweets of hers came to light from the years 2011 to 2014. You know, when Twitter wasn't a political slurp fest. Well, she used the N-word ending in A, like every other white girl at the time on Twitter did, and she insulted people using gay terms, which also was very common on Twitter at that time. Because people want to cancel everyone, Stephanie is now a racist and a homophobe for acting like every other white girl on Twitter in 2011. Why is this a crime? Do people pretend that times haven't changed? It's funny that Stephanie has not used those things since 2013 or 2014. I never used gay as an insult, and the N-word isn't in my vocabulary. But it says someone using those things in 2011 Why is that wrong? It's weird to say that, and it needs to be called out, and I could be the one to do that, Aaron, your thoughts. Yeah, I don't don't necessarily agree with the cancel culture because I think it's very selective and biased because it seems that we will just cancel who we want because, I mean, this Steffi Smalls girl, you're right. I don't know much about her. My day is not going to change if she gets canceled. 
nothing in my life will change if she gets canceled. But at the same time, uh, John Legend's wife, I can't think of her name. She has come out with many, many tweets bashing people, shaming people, even up to pedophilia. And she really didn't get canceled until I think the pedophilia. But she didn't get canceled because people liked her and people liked John Legend and it was okay. She got a pass. So it's not so much is of the cancel culture that I, I mean, of course, I don't really love it. I mean, if you make a mistake and you own up to it and, you know, hey, you know, fool me once, okay. But, um, you know, it's just we pick and choose who we're going to. I mean, we've kicked a president off of a social media account. But we, but the Taliban still has a Twitter. Yeah, My I know. Buddy, that's, I don't. I don't want to get political, but I'm just saying this is what we're talking about. We we've kicked we've kicked an American president, a sitting American president at the time, off of social media, and but we we literally have a terrorist organization on Twitter. It's just I just don't understand the hypocrisy of it. That's my biggest issue with cancel culture. And Barry McCockner, who I did interview before, finally lost his Twitter account. And one of the things he said was, hey, <laughs> Taliban, but y'all don't want a troll because he makes some because he makes two attack of Lois agent pissed off. It's a pretty interesting way of reasoning there. Like like you said, hypocrisy. But hey, we are presented by Buttercloth, like I said. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and tap that buttercloth logo to shop the world's most comfortable shirt. Follow us on Twitter at AMDrive TV. You can see them above, Facebook, Twitter. It's the Grammys. You're getting it. You're getting it down. On Twitter only, we're doing a giveaway of 500 followers on a Fanatics NFL shirt of your choice. So please keep on pressing the follow button. We follow back. It's all love from here. Comments, suggestions for sponsorships? Email 120ZAMDrive at gmail.com. All right, Aaron, best and worst of the weekend. Why don't you give your worst of the weekend first? So my worst of the weekend is the the lack of interest, it seemed, by ESPN, the fans, and the players for the Little League Classic game. Bingo. It just seemed, like you said, you know, they marketed the, ES, the, the Sunday night baseball game as just that, a Sunday night baseball game. I knew nothing about, you know, the fact they were going to play it in Williamsport and... It seemed like the players, you know, other than that brief little period where they met the met the kids, it seemed like the players really didn't care about right. being there, which which I understand. I, I do. I get it. It's not, you know, in the middle of your of your season to have to go to Nowheresville, Pennsylvania. It's probably not the greatest thing. But in, in the Field of Dreams game, it seemed like everybody was pumped to be there. So it may be tomato, tomato. But uh, my worst of the weekend is the Little League Classic. It just seemed like a very... Uh, big flop, in my opinion. And I didn't even know they had done it for four years. I thought this was like the second year. Hey, shout out to that kid who was calling the game on ESPN2. I loved listening to that dude talk. Um, He was a, he was a very bright future. He was like 20 years old. But the kid's cast was cool. Like you said, nobody knew what was happening until it happened. <laughs> um, My worst of the weekend is a NASCAR. Wah, 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 wah. No, but um, Brad Keselowski, who's notorious for being a punk, and looking like a horse, like worse than John Elway does. He wrecked Austin Dillon after a segment was over at Michigan. Literally, people were saying, well, Austin Dillon turned up. But Brad Keselowski clearly turned into him. And Austin Dillon is very ha very fortunate 
that those cars are ultra safe now and that he's not hurt. But whatever. And what is your best of the weekend, though? All right, so my best of the weekend, and we'll talk about it later on in the show, is Cameron Smith on the in the third round firing a 60 at the Northern Trust to get himself Ooh. into contention to win. Uh, he's tied with John Rahm going into the last round, which actually may or may not be played today or be played tomorrow. The tropical storm that you, you, the East Coast is facing is really causing mm-hmm. a damper on the uh, on the golf tournament here. So um, I'm curious to see how his momentum from shooting the 60 will carry over against one of the best players in the world in John Rahm. But uh, congratulations to Cam Smith. 60, he had a putt for 59 and he missed it. And he really, when he did the interview, he said that, you know, his whole round was shot. And uh, Amanda Balionis was like, dude, a 60 is still pretty damn good. And I had to kind of put it in perspective. So 60 uh, is hard to do. I usually can fire somewhere around 60 after like 12, 13 holes. And he fired it after a full round. So congrats. That's 1,200, right? Uh, I, no, it's uh, 11 under. This is a par 71. That's pretty good, though, for one round. Absolutely. My- Best is, I'm going to read these names off for you guys, and I'll tell you what the best is. Quarterback Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey at running back, Clyde Rizzi-Lair from the Chiefs running back kill, Corlin Sutton, Robbie Anderson, could have done better on those. Um, But Robbie Anderson's going to have a big year in Carolina with Sam Darnold, hopefully. Darren Waller at tight end, Mike Davis at flex, Chiefs and my young way Kill at kicker. <laughs> that wasn't good enough. The bench is Mike Williams, Zach Moss, Dallas Goddard, Naeem Hines, Traquan Smith, and Kevin Coleman. What did I just tell you guys? During the midnight drive last night, Aaron Crouch, that guy, decided that he was going to do a mock draft. And um, that was the results. Wow. That was – I've never seen a draft that good even in, in a – um. I just never seen anything. That was that was incredible. We're gonna take a break, Aaron. When we come back. Um, we're talking. Let me make sure I get this right. Oh, Miguel Cabrera. Woo! Why is he in the news? It's for a good reason. We write back to the AM Drive live on Twelve Ounce Sports. To my bookie, you're ready to create an account and start making money, and we're here to help. And remember. You can get a bonus of up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Now you're ready to bet. Just go to mybookie.ag, visit the sports book, click on your bet, and input the amount you want to risk or win in the bet slip. Yes, it's that easy. Just remember, at mybookie, you play, you win, you get paid. College at Fanatics.com, the largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear for more than 500 colleges. Every conference, every team. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Let's face it, your shirt sucks. This is your average dress shirt. It serves one purpose and it doesn't even do a good job at it. They're stiff, scratchy, hot, and wrinkle like they were made to. 
This is the Icy Cotton shirt from Buttercloth, and it's gonna make you rethink every shirt in your closet. Buttercloth shirts are designed to look like a Friday night, but feel like a Sunday morning. Stop buying those marked up luxury brand dress shirts only to be let down when they feel like every other shirt. Buttercloth shirts are made with the finest long fiber cotton that feels soft and smooth against your skin. It's like you're being cuddled by a bunch of adorable puppies. Long fiber cotton produces luxuriously soft fabric that naturally keeps you cool in the summer and warm in the winter. I've never felt more comfortable in my life. Icy Cotton by Buttercloth takes it one step further. This revolutionary shirt is literally infused with mint fibers that make the fabric cool to the touch. Mint is also a natural odor repellent, so you'll smell nice and fresh all day long. Can't smell a thing. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. and welcome back to the am drive presented by fanatics let me do this right right there yeah if you're looking for the gear for that sports fan in your life well fanatics has got you covered every team every league they've got the apparel and merchandise to ensure that you and yours are showing your team pride each and every game day the am drive are proud sponsored affiliates of fanatics.com so please use the special promotional website located at mike and aaron drive.com click the fanatics logo Visit the amdrive.com today and click the sponsorship tab or email us at 12ounceamdrive at gmail.com and we'll happily provide it for you. Thank you very much for your support. Shop Fanatics today using our dedicated affiliate link again found at mikeandarendrive.com, clicking the Fanatics logo and get your gear for the NFL season coming up in just a couple of weeks. You all right, Mike? Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm ready for the for Miggy. Miggy. <laughs> Miguel Cabrera on this weekend blasted his 500th home run, which for a while there just seemed like a stat that just uh, we forgot about. Yeah. You know, it just, 
not a lot of guys have really crossed that 500 home run threshold uh, in the last few years. And, you know, you, you think about a guy like Miguel Cabrera, who for the longest time was really involved uh, in playoff baseball and then just kind of really disappeared as the Tigers have spent the better part of a decade <laughs> rebuilding. Yeah, he disappeared as the Tigers disappeared. He, he's a legend. He's a legend. Um, He's actually one of nine players who have hit 500 home runs and still, I don't know how, have a 300 batting average. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, uh, let's see, the last person to cross the 500 home run threshold, if you had to take a guess. A-Rod? No, Pools. He crossed the 600 one. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Good Lord. Um, the last person to actually cross the 500 threshold was David Ortiz back in 2015. Big Poppy! All right! <laughs> But yes, I mean, Albert, Albert Pujols is actually approaching 700. He's got 677. I don't know if he'll get there. I mean, good Lord, he might. I mean, that was pretty quick. I didn't realize he... I thought I knew he was still good. Holy cow! Shut up, Pujols. Okay, cool. I feel like that was like two years ago he did that. You're muted. Still muted. Oh, Whoops. I said I didn't realize he had 677 home runs either. That's crazy. I, was like, I thought he just had 600 and people were saying he sucked. So what happened? Well, he's not very good right now, but, I mean, hmm. let's see. He He's still talented. I don't – well, it's tough. It, I don't know if it's necessarily the – people are saying he's not good because of his talent. I think the people are saying he's not good because of the contract he has. And Miguel Cabrera would probably fall under that exact same uh, – exact same category right now yeah poor my mickey is yeah he, yeah he, i'm gonna leave that alone I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with trolls right now making sure i'm filtering out the, the correct ones there you go have fun with that but so miguel cabrera rookie of the year world series champion in 2003 i remember when he burst on the scene he was a right fielder he was very fun loving very you know happy go lucky and then it seemed like in Detroit, he still had that mantra, but it got a little bit less. I don't know if the money that he made got to him or whatever it was. Um, but I just, I feel like the, you know, when he kind of went, went and played third base and then first base, I feel like the, the way he carried himself seemed a little bit more compact and matured. And of course, as you get older, that's the way it is. But I just, I loved personally, my favorite Miguel Cabrera was the early fun-loving Marlin. And... <laughs> 500 homers, at least for and it's, that I've been growing up following baseball, 500 homers meant that was your automatic ticket to the Hall of Fame. Do we still believe that? I mean, because, I feel like McGraw Cabrera should be in the Hall of Fame anyways. I mean, I don't know if that should be a ticket, but I feel like 500 is a pretty good number. Well, I mean, you're going to have two of the top four home run getters of all time not be in the home run or not be in the hall of fame because of, well, we know Alex did them. We, they still haven't 100% verifiably proved that Barry Bonds did them. Oh my Lord. Steroids. He, he, has, he has grew, he has grew 50 pounds overnight. That's, that's fine. So I can grow 50 pounds overnight with a good, you know, really large serving of Taco Bell. It's taken me a while to get to 400 pounds. So I, I find it very hard to believe that Barry Bonds is kind of, you know, over the off season, just, 
became like a big poppy type. That just makes no sense. And didn't you tell me the last time on Midnight Drive that Miguel Cabrera has always been big? How is he playing right field being that big? Unless he, he used steroids. He was bigger, but I mean, he was still like able to move. Like now, as he's gotten older and injured, his hip is messed up, his knees messed right. up. Obviously, first base is where he has to play or DH. It was first base for a while. He probably is a DH now. Yeah, so it's just. So I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I you, we believe he's a Hall of Famer, correct? We, there's yeah, no of course. Yeah, yeah. Even I know that. So, all right. Well, fair enough. I just, I'm just curious about him because he wasn't the greatest defensive player, but so were a lot of people in the 500 home run club. I mean, David Ortiz didn't even play defense, and we believe that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Correct. He's big freaking poppy. I mean, come on, don't don't do that to my boy. Well, he's involved in some of those steroid allegations. The Mitchell report, yeah, he was named. Always, it'd be one thing if he wasn't always big, but he's he has actually always been big. The crazy thing is, is you look at the 500 home run club, and the people who are not in the Hall of Fame are either active or they're part of the steroid era. Barry Bonds, Good. Alex Rodriguez, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Rafael Palmero, Manny Ramirez, David Ortiz, and actually I'm surprised Gary Sheffield's not in. Wasn't Manny like the first one that like got busted pretty bad? I feel like no, Manny was like I thought Manny was like Sammy one of the first Sosa. Ones. No, Manny Ramirez. I don't. Did he ever get busted? He, I think he got busted. I'm pretty sure. Where's your mug know. at, by the way? I don't know. Oh, it's in the kitchen. I didn't have coffee today. I didn't That's have coffee. Right. He today. told me that. He told me that. Hey, um, but if you want and drive merch like Mike and Aaron, um, and drive online. Is your place to be? It's our nice little shop. We got hoodies, shirts, mugs, tumblers, all kind of cool stuff. Yeah, I got a hoodie on the way as well. Speaking of things that might end up in the Hall of Fame, the Baltimore Orioles, they are well on their way to what? Tying their own loss record? That's pretty, that's rough. That 18 that, losses is bad, but 21. Wow. I, I mean, 21 losses in a row. I I say this all the time. The greatest thing about professional sports is parity, which makes it great because other than really basketball, I feel like in the other three sports, and obviously we're talking about baseball here to a lesser extent, but in football and hockey, it feels like your team has a chance. I mean, unless you are completely tanking and rebuilding in football and hockey, your team legitimately has a chance to win any given Sunday or any given night or any given playoff season. We've seen it with the Giants. We've seen it with the LA Kings when they were an eight seed and won the cup. But I don't love watching a team like this lose 18, maybe plus straight games in a row. I just think it's bad for sports. And I know there's nothing they can do about it. They go out there and they play a game, but you should be able to field enough talent to not lose to your counterparts 18 times in a row. And 16 times, the other team covered the run line. <laughs> 16 out of these 18 out of these eighteen losses have been by two or more runs. Aaron, I have a question for you since we're doing the betting part of this. Do you think he reaches 22 or think it stops before it hits 21? I think it goes over. I think, I think it hits 25. Well, I have to take a look at the schedule here. Because, I mean, if they're playing, let's see, schedule, 
Yeah, if they're playing the Marlins or something like that, they may have a shot here. Or an AL East uh, opponent, too. Monday. Well, they're off today, so they can't lose today. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <clears throat> they can try. All right, so we're at 18 games right now. They have a what looks like a three-game set against the Angels. Oh. No, they could, they so, could win one. They could win one there, yes. Mike Trout's hurt. Otani's not the best. I mean, he's Otani's a good pitcher. He's not the best pitcher, but he's the only thing on the team right now. They just lost to the Indians last night, three nothing. It's true. Hmm. I mean, they. Uh, you look. They just lost three rows. Aaron froze again. Aaron froze. That's okay. That's okay. We're gonna let him go again. He's cussing. That's okay. Aaron, log off and Aaron, log off and try back. Try back again because you're on red. I love this poor Aaron and his Wi-Fi man. You gotta, you gotta. He's got a stink living in Vegas, having awesome times. That's just crazy to me. But hey, he's back. That's okay. What's up, Aaron? I don't know. What's up? <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, change your microphone. Welcome back to the AM Drive. This is crazy. I don't know what's going on here. the The internet Let's in this city is just ridiculous. All right, where did I hurricane. leave off? Oh, you saw the side. Orioles have lost like their last two or something like that. Well, they lost, they got swept by the Red Sox, and they Good. scored a grand total of five runs in three games. It's not bad. And then they got swept in a four-game series by the Rays and scored a grand total of eight runs in four games. Yeah. So it's just like they're not even scoring runs. That's the problem. Like they're not. I mean, okay, against the Tigers, one of a more terrible teams. I mean, they they got beat four to nine to four, five to two, and then they had a close one at the end there. But they're just they're just not even getting competitive right now. Can you they name won. me one player on the Orioles? Can you? Uh, name no, one I can't. Even, I, I the Orioles is one of them. If you were telling me to name a bunch of teams right now, the old Baltimore Orioles would be one of the last teams I would ever name in, in major sports. I only know one, and, and that's who's the Coyotes. Uh, oh. I'm sorry, two, two. I only know two, two Orioles. And that's the only reason I know one, because Trey Mancini was the Cinderella story in the home run derby because of the cancer and coming back from it. And then and then I remember reading this stat that caused me to put this in the show. And they had a picture of Matt Harvey as the as the photo to the headline. So I commented. Matt Harvey's an Oriole? I said, yeah. I said, when Matt Harvey's your number one pitcher, you know you're a bad team. Wasn't he the one with like the Batman crap with the Mets, and he was like always terrible with the Mets or whatever? No, he was really good with the Mets for for yeah. like three or four years, and then he just he became a head case. That's what I mean. He's the head case part. Yeah, I remember he was good, but I was like, oh, let's but, talk. But yes, getting back to this, this they have a three game set starting Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday against the Angels. That would tie the record if they got swept. I say they correctly. take one. They take one. Where's it at? It's uh, it's at home in Camden Yards for them. I'll take one. They, I'll take take the money on the twentieth one. On middle game, take the one or or the first one. So should we start betting the Orioles to win? Because I'm sure they're getting big plus money. I think Orioles win one of those first two games. I can, I will guarantee. Sorry, Charles Barkley. It's mine now. <laughs> Speaking of Charles Barkley, let's move on here. Giannis Antetokounmpo has now decided the cheese freak. I like that headline. 
Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo has decided to buy an ownership stake role in the Milwaukee Brewers. Kind of setting a you know kind of the the trend now with Aaron Rodgers buying a piece of these the Wisconsin dudes got to chill. Why though? I kind of like it. I, I don't chill love. I don't love the theory of them becoming majority owners, but minor stake owner. I like the fact that these guys because we hear so many stories about sports athletes who are broke within three to four to five years, <laughs> and we're supposed to feel bad for them. And I, I don't, don't obviously because you've made more money than you know, maybe three of my generations and my family will make. Right. Maybe more, probably more. Until but, this um, takes off. Yeah, unless this takes off. I right. can't remember which way to point anymore. That too, though. But yeah, I just, it, it's just like, okay, so we got to figure out who's going to buy the Packers. Who on the, who on this, uh, on the, on the, uh, on the Brewers is going to buy the Packers? Who, right. Who's making the most money? Is it Christian Yelich? I think Christian Yelich has to buy a piece of the Packers. We'll go Yeller. Yeah, we'll, we'll do Yelich. All right. So, but what do you think about Giannis buying stake in the, uh, in the, in the Brewers here? Do you have any thoughts on that? I, I, I personally love it. Like I said, only for the sole reason of, I would rather hear stories of them like uh, Pat Mahomes bought a piece of the Kansas City Royals, <laughs> and I'd rather hear stories of them doing good things with their money than just blowing it, you know, and being broke, and like Warren Sapp is, or at least was. Um, so I, I just, I'd love to hear the. I love to hear the success not, stories. Not involved in roster decisions. Unless I, unless it's somebody who's smart and knows what they're doing, I wouldn't want them involved in roster decisions. But if you want to like buy some, buy some because you can, go ahead. Well, I'm pretty sure minority ownership are not making roster decisions. But uh, R.I.P. Oakland fans. We got about a minute left here in this segment. Uh, it it looks like it's a really strong chance, unless something huge comes to fruition, that Oakland is going to lose three sports teams in basically what amounts to a five to ten year window. Athletics, uh, right? The athletics have basically come out publicly and said that they're looking at potential. Spots for a new stadium in Oakland, along the along the bay, and also here in Vegas. The Ooh, surprise! You know, I love it. Their their AAA team is here. I can I can I'm obviously way on board. I'm way more on board with the uh, yeah. This is the AAA team right here. Actually, ironically, I'm wearing their hat. Um, I'm I'm totally on board with that more than the Raiders. But how bad of a city do you have to be to lose your three sports franchises in a five year period? Like. I could see riots happening, and I might totally be okay with it. Changing of the times, crazy fan base, but nobody seems to care. It's like when the NBA took away Seattle's NBA team. It makes no sense to me. I don't I don't appreciate it. Like, make an expansion team. Don't, don't ruin the Oakland. Those are good fans. Yeah, they might get one back if, if hockey goes well. So, All right, so that's going to do it for the baseball talk here. We're going to go ahead and take another quick commercial break. On the other side, we're talking NFL preseason. Topic number one, the bet between Michael and myself. Stick and stay. This is the AM Drive on 12-Ounce Sports. To my bookie, you're ready to create an account and start making money. And we're here to help. And remember, you can get a bonus of up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Now you're ready to bet. Just go to mybookie.ag. Visit the sports book. Click on your bet and input the amount you want to risk or win in the bet slip. Yes, it's that easy. Just remember, 
At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. College at Fanatics.com, the largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear for more than 500 colleges. Every conference, every team. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Let's face it, your shirt sucks. This is your average dress shirt. It serves one purpose and it doesn't even do a good job at it. They're stiff, scratchy, hot, and wrinkled like they were made to. This is the Icy Cotton shirt from Buttercloth, and it's going to make you rethink every shirt in your closet. Buttercloth shirts are designed to look like a Friday night, but feel like a Sunday morning. So stop buying those marked up luxury brand dress shirts only to be let down when they feel like every other shirt. Buttercloth shirts are made with the finest long fiber cotton that feels soft and smooth against your skin. It's like you're being cuddled by a bunch of adorable puppies. Long fiber cotton produces luxuriously soft fabric that naturally keeps you cool in the summer and warm in the winter. I've never felt more comfortable in my life. Icy Cotton by Buttercloth takes it one step further. This revolutionary shirt is literally infused with mint fibers that make the fabric cool to the touch. Mint is also a natural odor repellent, so you'll smell nice and fresh all day long. Can't smell a thing. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. And we are back here on the AM Drive, presented by 12 Ounce Sports. Please follow us on all of our socials. They can be located right there. Microphone, sir. Good Lord. <laughs> Technologically has been atrocious. I am just, I'm starting to get very frustrated with this. All right. How do I sound now? You sound great. Go ahead. Oh, my God. It's just, today's show has just been, te- I'm, I'm getting very. I'm gonna probably have a phone. I'm off work today. I'm having a phone call with uh, the uh, Cox Communications here and their lack of it. <gasps> but anyways, follow us on AM at AM Drive TV on Facebook, 
Twitter and Instagram. They are located again right up there in the corner. And uh, we're going to talk a little NFL here because uh, the preseason uh, about halfway through here. And uh, I gotta, I'm not going to lie, uh, Mike. I, after last night's game, I'm a little worried that I might lose this bet to you. Trey, Lance looked, Trey Lance looked pretty good, and Jim Garoppolo looked equally as bad. Didn't he overthrow two more guys last night? Uh, I know of two throws he overthrew. One resulted in, in an interception by Florida State product Asante Samuel Jr. So, shout out Asante Samuel Jr. for, for being good just like his dad, apparently. Um, unless he's just playing against Jimmy Garoppolo and that makes everybody good. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Weren't you the one who told me on the midnight drive last night that um, Jimmy Garoppolo in the Super Bowl would not make that throw, so why would Trey Lance? You told me that last night again. On That's the not mid- what I said. You're taking... You're taking uh, you're taking the words and twisting them. I said, you're That's comparing right. a preseason week two throw by Trey Lance to a throw in the biggest game in the NFL each season. Yes, Are you saying that because atrociously- of pressure? Yes, absolutely. It was an atrocious. Even if even if Trey Lance makes that throw, we like we don't obviously don't we'll never know. But my point being is is that right now Trey Lance doesn't feel the same amount of pressure in a preseason game as Jimmy Garoppolo felt in a Super Bowl. I so to twist my words like that, that's a little wrong, Mike. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying Trey Lance can't make that throw. I'm just saying until he gets to a Super Bowl, look at Colin Kaepernick. The world loved him in 2012 until he got to a Super Bowl and he looked atrocious. I didn't. I I was indifferent, but I mean I they were ready to get the... I don't want to go down that road. Um, Trey Lance, though, I, I'm telling you guys, he, he brings renewed life to this team. I don't know what it is, but they if they feel like this is what they wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to be. And Trey Lance, buddy, there's a reason why Kyle Shanahan decided to do what he did and, and draft it, him at number two. Number three. Three, what, yeah. But here's the question really going forward is if Trey Lance does become the starter and – he takes the ball and runs with it, no pun intended. Um, what happens to Jimmy Garoppolo? Because he's an expensive quarterback. Career backup at best? I'm, I can't think of what team would want him. Well, before Mac Jones, I would have said the Patriots probably would have taken him back. Texans. If they trade Deshaun Watson, maybe. But they already dropped Davis Mills. But I just don't, I don't know, I'm not a Davis Mills guy, but they, Jimmy G could go to the t- – I don't know. I mean, sure. There's probably a handful of teams he could go to if, if things don't work out in their respective, you know, markets. I mean, if if the Dolphins move on from Tua, could they trade him and pick up Jimmy G? I don't know. I the thing is, I don't know what kind of market Jimmy Garoppolo needs, and I'm not ready to write him off. I still think he's probably going to start Week One. That's all I care about. Is oh, week One. If he if oh, he gets benched in the second half, I win the bet. Doesn't matter. That is true, unless of course both of them, one of them gets hurt, which we've already said right. before. The injuries null null and void the bet. I I agree that his contract is big and, and chances are they made his ride with him just because. Like, but you're right. It, it make it, it would be funny if they, if they roll him out week one and then the second half he gets best. I'm like you son of a guns, <laughs> you sons. I feel like that's what they, what they might do though because they he has a big contract, but Trey is now their guy. You know what would be the worst thing for you is if. Jimmy Garoppolo takes the first snap, drops back, and tears his ACL. Because <laughs> he started the game. He didn't mean that, Jimmy. That's the worst thing for you, not for me. Right. 
But yeah, we're looking at a, a base salary. His his cap hit is twenty six million this year and twenty seven million next year before he becomes a thirty one year old free agent. But you're right, Trey Lance. You know, yes, he'll be paying. You know, the 49ers will be paying Jimmy Garoppolo upwards of twenty seven million dollars. But Trey Lance isn't making that much. So if Trey Lance is making anywhere from seven to twelve million, you've got forty million tied up in a quarterback. And if Trey Lance is a phenomenal quarterback. You've got a $40 million quarterback, a la Dak Prescott, Pat Mahomes. So if it works out, you're right. Keep him on the roster because if Trey Lance does go down, you at least know you have a quarterback with starting experience, which seems to be lately, but after watching these preseason games, very hard to find. Chase Daniel, shout out Chase Daniel, who's still alive, apparently. It's incredible, man. That guy is just making generational wealth everywhere he goes. And I don't, I think he started like maybe 10 games in his career. It's good for him. Speaking of backup quarterbacks, though, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, my boy Trubisky. You didn't wear the shirt today. Oh, I didn't need to. It was was self-explanatory. Aaron, who did he beat yesterday and light up? He lit up his own old team, the Bears. Now, let's not get too crazy with the... Oh! uh, Let's not get too crazy. It was a preseason game. But... You knew of anybody on that field, he was fired up. Which is crazy because I've heard he's, he's he's not inspirational. He's average. Did you know, Aaron, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes were drafted after him? Whoa, I, did, I didn't know that until the I never other heard day. That. Yeah, never I, heard I, that. I just thought it was crazy that it was his fault, but that, I, just, I can't believe that. I think it's I'm a combination of everything. The Deshaun Watson situation may... You know, if Deshaun Watson ends up in Chicago, does he go down this path? I don't know. Like, is there, you know, a, a, a person in Chicago that keeps him out of the uh, of the sexual assault cases? I don't know. Is and there a massage Mahomes, parlor that's not there, apparently? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, maybe he found people. He, I don't. Did he go to massage parlors or did he have people come to his house, like Jeffrey Epstein style? Well, that'd be even worse. It would be. But my, let's not go down that road. My My point is, is. You know, Pat Mahomes could end up being one of the greatest or if not the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So it's not that they're just quality starting quarterbacks behind him. They're like there might be the goat behind him. And then, you you know, how many people passed up on, on the current goat right now? 198. So we're going to leave that one alone, too. We're not going to go down no, that path either. Just just know that it's true. Sorry, buddy. Well, what makes me it's, it's frustrating about the whole drafting process. I would love to know the analysts that, that like, because the analysts are quick to say, well, look who he was drafted above. Which one of these analysts, these analysts, and their and with their anal lists, which Stop. one of I'm just saying, which one of them <laughs> said that's that way too many times you said anal on this show. That's too too many times. <laughs> which one of these guys said that Patrick Mahomes and and Deshaun Watson we're going to be a, a, a top two talent from that draft. I want to know where they're at besides me. I've, ordered, I've constantly said that since day one, I was on both of their trains. Where are the analysts that said this crap? I want to know because they're quick well, to put Paul Trubisky. I can, I can tell you I was on the Deshaun Watson train. I did not have high anticipation for, uh, for Pat Mahomes simply because Big Ten quarterbacks just never really pan out, especially right. ones from Texas Tech. Um, Deshaun Watson, I thought was an incredible, incredible college football player. So I really, I really felt like that was going to be a a one. I, again, it's the combination of Deshaun Watson. It's the combination of Pat Mahomes. It's also the combination that they moved up one spot to get him. So 
I, I didn't really think I didn't really see too much from Miss Mitchell Trubisky in college to make me think he was the number three pick, the number two pick, or even really uh, an upper first tier rounder. first round pick. So it, it didn't make a lot of sense, and it was just compounded by the fact that it just didn't work. But well, shout out he, Trubisky. Yeah, he got a little revenge in this game. He'll be the backup to Josh Allen. And uh, I mean, the Bills fans are hoping he never sees the field in the regular season for obvious reasons. Well, all right. Well, let's stay in Chicago there. Or actually, you know, it's oh. fine. We'll go to we'll go to Zach Wilson here because he's another quarterback. It's a lot of quarterback talk here because I think Jack uh, uh, Zach Wilson is actually. I know I said Jack. Um, Zach Wilson's looking pretty good, quietly under the radar. All the talk is Trey Lance. All the talk is Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and rightfully but, so. And then the next guy we'll talk about as well. But Zach Wilson is just flying under the radar with the Jets. I mean, I'm actually surprised even like the New York media is not blowing this up. Like he's he's looked pretty impressive. Um, fantasy players, number one target in, in New York with the Jets is Corey Davis. So if you're looking for like that wide receiver three, if the Jets can get off the ground here with uh, Robert Sala and Zach Wilson. Uh, wide receiver, wide receiver three in your in your stable, Corey Davis. I, I'm 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 high on Corey Davis this year. So, uh, and if Zach Wilson can be what he is in the preseason, I think you have a nice little connection there. And the Jets might not be the dumpster fire in the AFC East. Oh no, they probably still will be. I was say AFC East, yeah, but other divisions, I I, I get it. Uh, I think they South go from like be... they go from like three wins to like seven if he plays well. I'm not even going to tell you what your what your screen is doing right now. We're just going to leave. We're just going to say it went back to green. My screen went green. I don't even know what that means. It means you were at red connection. Now you're at green connection. But you may log out soon again. I have yellow connection, according to me. Network connection is four of ten. Woohoo! Great. Um, in terms of Zach Wilson, I just like that he's such a good ball placement guy. Even even on the run, he made some rope of a pass. Like right to the sideline, I was like, "That what a gorgeous throw to Corey Davis that was." I I don't. Do you think it's because he's Mormon that they're not slurping him up? I just want that that. I mean, they they were high on Darnold. What is it because of Darnold getting ball washed and then not panning out? Or is it because this guy's Mormon? I don't I don't think it's Mormon, but I will say this: I do wonder if the reason that we're not ready to hype up. Uh, Zach Wilson is because we've seen this before. Like you just said, Mark Sanchez, we hyped right. him up. Sam Darnold, we hyped him up. And I think the book's still out on Sam Darnold. I think I wonder if Sam Darnold has that Ryan Tannehill type career arc. Um, because Ryan Tannehill spent what eight years, I think, in Miami, seven or eight years. And he was, yeah, he was supposed to be some terrible quarterback. Primarily, well, he was a wide receiver in college who turned oh into a God. quarterback the last year. And got, I think he was drafted like seventh or eighth. But yeah. um, I think the New York media is just, they've Scared. got enough on their, well, they've got enough on their plate with Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones is in week, uh, year three. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Him and, yeah. Him, Dwayne Hassan's Kyler Murray. Yeah. So you look at a situation where Danny Dimes is in year three. So the focus is shifting on it's now his make or break time. Yeah, and that's fair. I mean, New York, but I feel like, is it, I feel like New York media, like, is, is all one thing. But it's kind of like a Giants, I feel like Giants media has always been more impressive than Jets media. Is that fair well, to Jets, say? 
the Giants have had a lot more success, so the Jets really play second fiddle to the Giants in terms of those things. Just like it's Mets, Mets and Yankees, you know. Yeah, imagine Pauline can be a New York media guy and they give you the the Mets or the Jets. Like, thanks, guys. It's funny. I'd be how totally fine with that. It's funny how they. Oh yeah, of course. I wonder how they how they. It's funny how they rhyme though. Mets and Jets. Mets, Jets, and the Nets. Wow. Mm, I mean, rough. look at it. You got the you got the Knicks and the Nets. You got the Mets and the Jets, and you got the 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 or the the Knicks and the Nets, the Mets and the Yankees, and and the Jets and the Giants. So, Ooh. and then you have the Islanders. Poor guys. New I Jersey Devils. I think the concern. Yeah, well, they're. I mean, they're on the other side, but I mean, New York Jets and Giants don't play in New York either. So sad. But you look at the the Giants here, and they they really. It's their defense. It, it, it can. It's Danny Dimes in the defense. So it's that's year right. Three, Saquon and we'll too. see what ha- will happen to him. Well, even if Saquon's not in there, like they still have a, a, a stable of receivers with Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, and then they drafted a what Tony in the first round. So Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. Yes, that's the, that's the name I was thinking of. If, and so we'll have to see. You know, like what 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 happens with them because it, it may not all be on Danny Dimes. That defense may have. You know, he may have to score 40. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, yeah, we got uh, we got Bears fans uh, in the news here. there Because, you know, we always know that Chicago is a, is a crop of rational people. Uh, yeah. The Bears fans, when Andy Dalton plays, are instantly chanting for Justin Fields to be on the field. I, I think that's, that's classless, in my opinion. I mean, Matt Nagy and Justin Fields have come out and said, hey, look. You know, let's 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 give Andy a chance. It's, you know, let's see what we can do. We don't need to embarrass him like this. I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm just still a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm on the caboose. I'm on the end of the Andy Dalton train. I'm about, about ready to jump. I'm about ready to jump off of it. But I just feel like Andy Dalton has just gotten such a bad uh, ha- dealt a bad hand everywhere he goes. So we'll have to see. Here's what frustrates me about this. It wasn't Andy Dalton the one that said it's my job or whatever. So I mean, you know, it's not. It's not really. I, it would be one thing if he hadn't said that. I would be completely on board with, her, with what you're saying. And I'm not even an Andy Dalton guy, but it has to be said that he was kind of cocky when he said what he well, said. Well, don't you want your quarterback to be cocky? No, not when he's in a quarterback. Not when he's in a legitimate competition. That's the best time to do it. I'm gonna win this competition. I'm gonna be the starter week one. So why why can't but if Justin Fields were to say that, the people say, Oh, he's a rookie, how dare he say that to Andy Dalton? I, I just me. don't I think the fans are warranted because I'll because I'll say it like I said last week. Andy Dalton is in for a bad news, man. He's gonna be a bad news bear. He's got his beard working so he could be a new man. I'm sorry, buddy. You got you wanna make that bet for week one as well? I don't know. Trey Lance is I, – I love me some fields, but, man. The only I fields know. I like are Mrs. Fields cookies. Oh, my Lord. I, I will go out on rec- – I will go out on record in the AM drive and say I think Justin Fields will be a bust. Wish I had a soundboard for that. Wow, 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 wow. You can cut that up. That can be one of our Twitter promos. I think Justin Fields will be a bust. Say it again for the people in the back. We are going to commercial break with Justin Fields being a bust. Lord have mercy. 
right, and welcome back to the AM Drive, presented by 12 Ounce Sports. And we are sponsored by Vice Golf. Vice Golf is rapidly changing the game. It's very simple, Mike. They make premium golf balls. Emphasis on premium. Right. And they sell they sell them over the internet, and they ship them directly to us, the bad golfers, the high handicappers. And they're as good as anything out there on the market, but they are a lot less expensive. They got a brand new ball, Mike. Yeah, the, the zero. Now that I forgot it after I told you it, it's like the golf, the Vice Golf Summon Zero. Vice Pro Zero. It's not yes! out just yet, but we, uh, we as Vice Golf sponsors, got early access to it. I uh, went ahead and and uh, requested a sleeve of them, and I'm, hopefully when they come, I'm gonna go play around with them so I can do uh, a little review of them. Can you? Like, I probably. Show, like... I'll, I'll bring them here because I know Please. if I go play around first, they'll end up in the desert. By the coyotes. Exactly. So use our special promotional link, which can be found at MikeAndAaronDrive.com, or you can, uh, where you can click the Vice Golf logo, or you can head over to the AMDrive.com and click the sponsorship tab and go ahead and click the Vice Golf logo there. Vice Golf, better balls, less price. Yeah, the, yeah there you go. The AMDrive.com. Brand new site there. So you can catch all of our past shows. And everything over at the 12 ounce white at uh, the amdrive.com. All right, so let's move into the Northern Trust because this is a bit of an unorthodox situation. We have Tropical Storm Henri coming, uh, <laughs> barreling down. I'm sorry, the French, they just. Nah. So I'm surprised uh, the Tropical Storm Henri doesn't change all of the flags at the uh, golf course to white flags. But, uh, anyways, I, dig- I digress. We are looking at a Monday, potentially Tuesday final round based on the, what, what Henri does. They're, they're trying to get this played today. Actually, in fact, very, very soon after we finish up the broadcast here, um, we've got a little bit of action in play. Uh, Bobby's picks haven't gone the greatest. He does have a Scotty Scheffler sweat, though. Uh, but Morikawa, Morikawa got hurt and tried to play it out and missed the cut. So I don't really give him too much crap for that one, even though I see him, even when I see him. So... I uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at a couple guys. John Rahm is in the lead, even though Cam Smith shot that 60. John Rahm is tied for the lead with Cam Smith. I'm gonna take John Rahm to win this outright at 170 plus 175 here in this spot. And my boy Tony Finau, I had him in a top 10 bet uh, to start the week when Bobby was on the show, and uh, he looks like he's just kind of right there. He's hanging around right now, and I'm um, looking at the uh, the leaderboard. As soon as this thing goes back, he is currently uh, two shots back at 14 under. Justin Thomas as well. Evan Van Ruyen, I don't really trust him, even though he shot nine under yesterday. Wow. I'm curious. I'm curious what the course conditions. The course conditions are really going to be the, the key here uh, in terms of how these players are going to shoot. But Tony Finau, who rarely, or, well, has only won once, who never wins, always kind of finishes second. I uh, I got him at 12 to one to win this tournament, and he's two shots back. 12 to 1. So let's go Tony Fee now. And if not, John Rom, take it away. Who was the guy you had weeks ago that like was like 45 to 1 or whatever? Who was the guy that you had? Oh, the one who got in the playoff? That was Siwoo Kim. <laughs> let's, let's hope that doesn't happen again. You know what? The, you, you can't hate it because if you can if you can have a long shot like that at 45 to 1 in a playoff, anything is possible. It's really like I you I told you. My futures bets are lottery tickets. It's matchups where it's at. I uh, 
I have to look at that here because I, I I deleted the uh, I have the matchups on my phone. And I have them in my betting account. I know one of them. I had Russell Henley over Kevin Kisner. Well, Kevin Kisner literally almost had the worst score in the tournament after winning last week. So golf's a funny golf's a funny thing, man. <laughs> How's Dustin was, Johnson doing? Uh, let me see. I can look at the board here. I don't have any Dustin Johnson action, but he is nowhere to be found. <laughs> course dustin johnson i do have daniel berger who's five under so that's good but he's not gonna win the not gonna win the tournament yeah dustin johnson i believe yeah dustin johnson missed the cut this week dustin johnson's got it's he's got a lot of things to work on in his game but at the same time if he never played golf again he's probably a hall of famer it's crazy to think we better stop playing then maybe so i mean he's got a great life pretty cool father-in-law do you know right. who Dustin Johnson's father-in-law is? No. It's Wayne Gretzky. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Speaking of? Wayne Gretzky. He used to coach the Coyotes for all of like half Did he year. really? Yeah, he used to be the coach of the Coyotes. He used to own the Coyotes too. Or be a general out. manager or something. But yeah, the city of Glendale, which sits just outside of the Arizona city of Phoenix proper, will decide, have decided, not to renew the Coyotes' lease after the 2021-2022 season, which is the current one we're about to play here in October. Uh, so the, the begs the question, and, and I gotta, I gotta, I'm curious to get Philly Pete's input on this as well. Where will they go? My New Mexico! Thought, who? New Mexico! Why would you go to New Mexico? Whoa. If Arizona doesn't support hockey, why are you going to New Mexico? You asked me was, my opinion. I thought that would I, be a good hockey destination because, because obviously nobody in Arizona gives a crap, so why not try it? Now, see, I disagree with that. See, now, Mike, the way Phoenix Come is on. set up is it's basically just a large circle with highways encompassing it. <sighs> the problem with Glendale, Arizona, they are not close to where people live, where the mass majority of the people of Phoenix live. This, then so, why not just relocate to Phoenix? Well, let me finish. My proposal is for them to sign, to take a hit, take a financial hit, and go sign with, I don't know what the name of the stadium is, but where the Phoenix Suns play is right downtown next to Chase Field where the Diamondbacks play. And it's a very, very talking entertaining. Stick. Thank you, Talking Stick. Talking Stick Arena. Oh. Thank you. Um, talking Stick Arena. It's a very, very hip and trending, like, entertainment, sports, district, with bars, restaurants. It's a really cool little atmosphere. We went to, uh, my wife and I went to a, uh, a Foo Fighters concert there at Talking Stick Arena. Yes, I love the Foo Fighters. And, uh, and we've also gone to a few Diamondbacks games. And just the area itself is an incredible, incredible uh, place for the Coyotes to become relevant again. Now, Glendale works for the Cardinals because it's once a week and you can drive out there. But to, to, I actually love Gila River Arena. I think it's great. But the location is terrible, and the city of Glendale anymore, and that's fine. But my big thing is bringing them back to the city. And Cody says, why do the Suns want the Coyotes around? Because they don't play on the same days, Cody. It's totally fine. Well, it's we're not about to run out of time here. I know. I see that. I was going to wrap it up here. So I just wanted to give Cody some shit because I'm glad he's awake and I'm glad he's engaging. Um, eight bit we'll, Aaron we'll, we'll was fun to, to watch. Yeah, yeah, the eight bit me, the 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 Minecraft version, I guess you could say. 
But um, yeah, I'm going to work on getting some of this stuff fixed here and call uh, call the boys over at uh, Cox Cable. But that's going to wrap it up for us. Wednesday's show is going to be great. Maybe we'll have Cody or Philly Pete on. But follow us on all these socials at AM Drive TV. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Mike, I am Aaron. We will see you on Wednesday. Hump day.